Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters episode 209. The Sisters Brothers. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. How are ya? I'm doing alright. Yeah. How are you doing? Also alright. <laughs> alright. I feel like alright is probably the best that we can ask of anyone. Probably. Right now. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I don't, I, I'm just, the, it's, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Still 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 quarantining or whatever. Right. Doing that. So, you know. Right. Exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. I, I received my very last shipment of comics yesterday, so that's exciting. Oh, that is exciting. Did you get anything good? Um uh, no. No. <laughs> you only buy bad comics. Well, that is pretty par for the course for me. Uh, I think I got like a reprint of She-Hulk number one. Uh, oh, are you the person that's buying those? I, I buy them on occasion. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, was that a was that a True Believers or was that a facsimile edition? It was a True Believers. Oh, okay, so at least it's only you know a sixty dollar. cents or whatever. Yeah, sixty cents is I think yeah usually what I wind up paying for them unless I get it from Mavericks, but they're closed. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You could do a curbside pickup for a for a true believer. <laughs> sure. I mean, it seems like a waste of time, but you could do it. I guess I could. I can just you know hurl change at Chris. <laughs> I'm sure he's used to it by now. Uh, this is possibly true. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Can I get can I get fifty cents worth of commons? <laughs> and I'll just throw two quarters at you. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Do, do you think pe- magic people and sports card people are still uh, attempting to buy shit? I would assume so. Because yeah. I, I only read about comic stuff online, so... Yeah, I mean, I know that at least because uh, we cover some magic stuff for the beat. Mm-hmm. And I know there was, you know, there's there's been some news about it lately. I haven't super, I haven't followed it super closely, but I know that, that it seems like things are still happening uh, in in that world so who knows <laughs> they're probably having you know they, they can still do tournaments just over over zoom or or whatever sure. FaceTime, right so yeah i don't know yeah you mean whatever. you mean you're not uh you're not uh helping with the coverage there as the uh <laughs> you know temporary managing editor or whatever it is you are there no i've managed to avoid that entirely oh, well you're lucky I know. I, I feel really good about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so the sisters brothers. You you know. Uh, I think next time when when I picked this movie, I said that I was looking for something lighter <laughs> than what I had picked before. And you know what? Next time, I'm just gonna pick an Ace Ventura movie or something <laughs> that I know for sure is is not going to make me think about things or have any sort of complex feelings or emotions. 
because that was not this movie. No, it was not. This uh, this movie gets dark. It really does. Um, and it is billed as a comedy. <laughs> yeah, a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like very, very dark. Uh, apparently, so dark that I would say there is no comedy in it. <laughs> the the only part that I legitimately laughed at was uh, John C. Riley trying to figure out how a toothbrush works. <laughs> That, that made me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> that was uh, that was cute. Yeah, uh, I feel like there was one part, t- oddly toward the end of the movie, uh, that I, I kind of chuckled out loud at. Yeah, uh, but I honestly don't even remember what it was. <laughs> was it when Joaquin Phoenix got his arm cut off? Because that was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, no. Um, you know, possibly whatever I was thinking of was maybe overshadowed by that. Okay. (laughs) Or I possibly could have still been thinking an hour and a half later about the spider that crawls into John C. Riley's mouth. That was horrible. (laughs) If if that scene had been any longer, I would have turned the movie off. (laughs) Because that was horrendous. Yeah, that was not great. I uh, I did have an out loud visceral reaction to that. Yeah, uh, I definitely did as well. <laughs> as I as I realized it was about to happen, and then when it actually did happen, <laughs> I uh, I was hoping it wouldn't, but uh, no, no, they 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 just uh, crawled right in there. Yeah, th- this movie went there. <laughs> I can't honestly say I've never seen that in a movie before. Uh, I probably have in like some sort of horror movie. Or, yeah. Or I've definitely seen insects and, and other types of creatures like that crawl out of mouths. Yes, definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, into a mouth uh, of a live sleeping person is definitely uh, a new one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know there's that urban legend that, you know, a person swallows five spiders over the course of their life while they're sleeping. Uh, that is, as far as I know, is not true. I... Uh, but it's... Uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, as far as I know, it's, like I said, it's not true, but it's always something that has stuck with me uh, as a, you know, if not a fear, then at least a concern. Sure. I, so, I was... to see it play out was not was not fun. I was definitely thinking about that uh, as I watched that scene. Um, but also, I, I... The urban legend version that I've heard is uh, definitely way more than five in a lifetime. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think okay. I've, I've heard, like, maybe five a month. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's too many spiders. Oh, oh yes it is. Maybe it was five a month in the 1850s. <laughs> uh, oh boy! I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've just they've adjusted down for inflation now that people mostly, you know, live indoors. Sure. I don't. I shouldn't generalize because I know there are people that don't live indoors. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, so oh so boy. this movie is not the lighthearted romp that uh, 
that <laughs> we possibly were hoping it was be it would be, but uh, maybe maybe I was thinking that it was a comedy or more of a comedy because John C. Riley is in it, <laughs> and I know he has done a lot of you know sort of dumb comedies sure over the years, uh, but no, this is definitely a more serious role for him. Yeah, uh, even if it does have you know like the 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 toothbrushing and the marveling at indoor plumbing later on in the movie some some brief moments of levity for him that that uh, was also a, a cute moment yeah but uh for the most part it's just i feel bad for him the whole time basically <laughs> yeah um i don't know it's weird to me because even though he has been in a shit ton of uh dumb comedies some of which are pretty good actually yeah uh, surprisingly so uh i still primarily only think of him as a dramatic actor uh so yeah so it didn't even occur to me that he would be you know uh comedy relief which he is really not <laughs> yeah he's really not yeah yeah, uh, I, maybe maybe the only uh, drama that I've seen him in is Magnolia, mm -hmm. um, and it's been years and years since I've seen that. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I I actually was primarily thinking about Magnolia uh, as I said what I said. Yeah. Uh, because because he is pretty fantastic in that movie. He is really good. In that He's movie. really good in this movie. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think that there was a bad performance at all in this movie. No, yeah, uh, I, you know, d despite uh, the uh, depths that uh, this movie plums, uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I did as well. It, it was not at all what I was expecting it to be, but I, I enjoyed watching it quite a bit. Yeah. Aside from the spider. <laughs> and the sad parts about the horse. Yeah, poor tub. I know. That <laughs> that got me. When they couldn't when they couldn't get the horse to eat, that made me real sad. Yeah. Uh R.I.P. Anyway. Tub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was great. Yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, did we talk? Have we talked about Jake Gyllenhaal recently? Uh, he was in Okja. Yes, that's what that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my my love of his the the current period of Jake Gyllenhaal's <laughs> career is is noted. Uh, so it was great to see him here. Yeah, uh, still attempting a thing. Yes, <laughs> uh, a little more subtle than than uh, his role in Okja, but uh, still still making a choice uh, as a very erudite and uh, pretentious, uh, with a I would assume a, an affected accent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but also, uh, he he plays a. Uh, uh, a private detective of sorts uh, who is tracking down uh, Riz Ahmed uh, that the sisters brothers uh, are also tracking uh, 
it gets a little convoluted. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is tracking this character, Ruz Ahmed's character, down to hand over to the Sisters Brothers. Right. Who are assassins working for the Commodore. Right. Rutger Hauer. Yes. In, in a dialogueless role. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Which I thought was very strange. It was. Because uh, ex- they go back to him at the end. Uh, I certainly expected him to, to, you know, at least have a, a scene with dialogue. Yeah. Uh, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he was probably only on set for like a day. Right. Yeah. Because the totality of his two scenes equals about two minutes. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought that, um, you know, the, like, so it's, you know, we know that the Sisters Brothers work for the Commodore right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked that there was a little bit of ambiguity about what exactly their role was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, like, for, for, a long while I thought maybe they were just like bounty hunters mm-hmm. uh, sent to, to get this guy and bring him back. Um, and then, yeah, when it's, you know, when, when it's explicitly spelled out, no, they're going to kill him. Um, and then, you know, we find out exactly why they're going to kill him as well. That I, I, I sort of liked how it was teased out a little bit over the course of the movie. What exactly was the plan there? Yeah. Because even uh, in the the very first scene of the movie, we see them um, basically raid a house and kill everybody inside. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's not... Yeah, it's not explicitly set out that they are there just to kill people. uh, Because it's set up, basically, that they could be, you know, bounty hunters and that just things got really fucked up and they had to kill everybody. Uh, whereas, you know, no, they, they were explicitly there just to kill one person. Yeah. And then in the next scene, there's no dialogue with the Commodore, so (laughs) there's no explanation. (laughs) So, Uh, yeah, no, I I thought that was, if that was on purpose or not, I don't know, but it, it worked well for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and then I, I, I really liked... Uh, all of the scenes between Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed. Oh yeah. Um, like if if the movie had spent, if if the movie had primarily been about them, you know, it's I feel like time was spit or split pretty evenly between uh, the sisters brothers and then those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if the movie had been primarily just about them, uh, th- that would have been fine with me because I thought they were both great. Oh yeah. Um... I had to look up in the middle of it, you know, what Riz Ahmed had been in, because the only thing I could think of was the uh, TV show The Night Of, right? Uh, which I, I don't know if, uh, if you've seen that or not, but uh, I have not. I've heard it's very good. It it is incredibly good, and he is great in that show. Uh, but like I knew he had been in some other stuff, so I, I wanted to, you know, see what else and. He has uh, partnered up with Jake Gyllenhaal before. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I, I actually looked up to see what else he'd been into because I, I, like, I knew he was in the Night of, and then I also knew that he was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten um, that. 
Yeah, so I, I was surprised to see that he was in Nightcrawler as well. Right. Was he was he his cameraman? Or I believe like so. His yes. Sidekick or whatever. Yeah. Yep. That's a great movie. It, it's been a long time since I've seen that, but I loved that. Yeah, it's so good. It makes you feel dirty. It really does. It it is just a <laughs> gross, gross movie. It's so fucked up, but it's so great. <laughs> Uh, and of course, I had totally forgotten that he was uh, the villain in Venom. Oh right! <laughs> wow, I totally forgot about that too. Eh, possibly for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when you stop and think about it, Venom had some really good actors for such a terrible fucking movie. It really did. <laughs> but you know what? I really enjoyed Venom. It was stupidly fun. Absolutely. Like, like I like, I like to say, it's uh, if you ever had a hankering for you know early two thousand superhero movies that primarily take place in the dark and feature battles between identical CGI monsters, that's the movie for you. That's a perfect description of Venom because <laughs> it, it did feel very much like an early, you know, late nineties, early two thousand superhero movie. <laughs> Try trying to masquerade as something else, right? Uh, I don't know if, uh, if in the before times, uh, there there was some leaked stills of Woody Harrelson on the set of uh, Venom 2. Ooh, really? Yeah. Uh, I am very disappointed to see that he is not wearing the wig that he was wearing at the end of Venom. That is, that was going to be my question. Yep. Because that, that wig was spectacular. Yes, it was. And sadly, at least... Uh, in the leaked pictures, it does not look like he is wearing it. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, maybe it's a flashback. Who knows? <laughs> it could be. Because <laughs> it's certainly not his natural hair, because he doesn't have any. That, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, I, I did a little bit of looking... Uh, after the, after I finished the movie, just to look at because I knew it was based on a book, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like the fact that it's based on a book, like it's it's kind of clear from watching the movie. Like I feel like it's probably a great book, just the way that it's paced mm-hmm. uh, and and the way that the story is told. Um, so it, it did look like there were some differences. Uh, you know, the the book is more, I guess, episodic. Okay. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are elements of that sure. uh, in the movie, you know, just with the way that their journey goes and, and sort of the, the troubles that they have along the way. Right. Um, but I, it was interesting to see that that's more explicitly spelled out in the book. Um, I guess also Jake Gyllenhaal's character is not as big a part of the book. Okay. Um, just maybe sort of appears only in, in some of the later chapters. Hmm. Um, and then I guess the the way that spoiler alert the way that they die, the Jake Gyllenhaal's character and Riz Ahmed's characters die is also different. Okay. Um, and and the uh, they, they they do get uh, the chemical burns from the chemicals, but the way that it happens is different. Um, it's not explicitly because of uh, uh, Charlie sisters. Um, which I, I thought that was a, a an interesting change to make, 
to make him a bit more of a, an unlikable villain type character in the movie mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, sort of sort of just a like he's like it sounds like he's a dick in the book, but it sounds like he's maybe more of a passive dick than an active dick, if that makes sense. OK, gotcha. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I can't speak to, you know, that, but, uh, yeah, in, in no, the, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. In, in the movie though, I, I enjoyed how the dynamic between, uh, Charlie and Eli, uh, Charlie is played by Joaquin Phoenix. Eli is, uh, uh, John C. Riley. um, like towards the beginning, it sort of seems like, you know, Eli is probably like just sort of the doofus of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, Charlie is the, uh, you know, competent, bold one. Uh, but it slowly is revealed that it's kind of the other way around. Yeah. That, that Charlie is, is pretty much kind of the loser and he's just very rash and uh, uh, gets drunk a lot. Um, I think that's sort of explicitly played out when, uh, the spider crawls into Eli's mouth. Right. (laughs) Uh, And then afterwards, Charlie, you know, blames Eli for, you know, costing them time because he got a fucking spider bite in his mouth. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he gets super sick. That right? was gross. <laughs> there is a lot of vomiting in this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, and, and then, yeah, towards the end, like, it just, you realize just how much of a sad sack kind of Charlie kind of is, uh, especially when he, you know, sort of causes the accident that uh kills off uh uh Herman and John mm-hmm. um and then 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 you know causes you know the need to have his arm amputated right uh yeah it's it's interesting how they how Charlie and Eli complement each other right like Eli or Charlie is sort of a like you said, he's very rash, and Eli sort of has to keep him focused and just point him in the right direction, right? And and put his his energy and and temper and violent streak to to good use, right? Uh, it's it's a great dynamic, and and they worked great together. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, like you said earlier, you know, John C. Riley, you know, has been in a lot, a lot of terrible comedies. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, this this is a really good, uh, you know, showcase for his dramatic work. Yeah, and, I think he's he's so relatable, right? That that it's just it's easy to get into watching him on screen. And uh, and he is very likable, despite the fact that he is, you know, by circumstance or choice, he is, you know, a, also a very efficient uh, killer. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, to, to see him, 
you know, there's, there's, you know, almost sort of a tonal change when, uh, the brothers catch up with, uh, you know, the other two and, and they all sort of start getting along and bonding together. Yeah. And, uh, and we see that there's a, a scene between, uh, John C. Riley and Riz Ahmed that, uh, you know, gives a lot of insight into the relationship between Charlie and Eli that, uh, you know, I, I think really, you know, spells out a really neat dynamic that, uh, you know, we, you know, that encapsulates everything that we had seen up to that point and everything that finishes out the movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I really liked that scene and the way that the characters sort of paired off, yeah. you know, Charlie and, and John, right, John? Yep. Yeah. And and then Eli and uh, and Riz Ahmed, whose character's name I don't remember. Herman Kermit uh, Warm. That's right, Herman Warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks like a Herman Warm, doesn't he? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I did really enjoy that scene for the the way that the way that Eli talks about Charlie. Uh, was very illuminating for both of the characters yeah. even even beyond just the not just what he says but the way that he tells the tells the story is is really affecting i thought yeah uh i think uh, another thing that i really like about this movie is that it uh the way everything gets set up you are you know you think it's going to do one thing and then it always does the other Mm-hmm. And, absolutely you know uh, definitely like you know with the character dynamic you know that that's definitely in play but you know like i mean after charlie gets his arm amputated like you know i was pretty much just expecting them to just die at the end at you know some point yeah i i figured that they were cuz you know their their plan is um they've been They've been uh, <laughs> they've been fighting for their lives basically from uh, others of the the Commodore's men uh, as they head back north from California. Right. Uh, and then their their plan is to sort of go and kill the Commodore uh, and and get get free of him. And so I figured, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna storm this compound or something, and there's gonna be a huge firefight, and they're gonna they're going to die probably. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it went completely in a, in a different direction. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then at the end we get a nice, uh, little scene with Carol Kane. I did not recognize her. She was pretty unrecognizable in that role. I, I honestly, I thought that, and I, and I knew in my head that 40 years later, I'm sure it wasn't, but I thought for a minute that it was the actress that played Ma Kent in the original Superman movie. <laughs> Just, I don't know, something about the way that she was made up looked a lot like that actress. All right. And then I looked it up and I was like, nope, that's Carol Kane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, uh, you know, she's pretty great in a very small role as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's another, uh, very very small almost unrecognizable uh role in the movie of uh allison tolman 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was great. Yeah. Uh, she plays a uh, prostitute at a brothel, uh, sort of in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Sex worker. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> in the 1850s, we could call them whores. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but no, yeah, she, she shows up. She, like, I mean, her role is very brief and there's never really any close up of her. But, like, it still had that, like, ah, gosh, she looks really familiar. And uh, when I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, actually, I recognized her right away because I really like Allison Tolman. She's great. Yeah. Uh, was it season one of Fargo? She had yes. a big role in? Okay, yeah. Yeah, very first season. Yeah. Uh, I know she's on that Emergence show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I saw a little bit of... Uh, at comic-con actually is before another panel i was going to and and they were showing the pilot of that Mm -hmm. and it looked it looked fine but she was she was great in it yeah uh i know she's shown up in a few other things that i've really enjoyed her in uh i feel like there's a like she had a very very small role on an episode of a show that i watched called i'm sorry Oh, okay. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that show. It is great. Like, just, it's it's vile and hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but uh, That sounds like what I need right now. It, no, yeah, you, you would uh, get a kick out of it, I'm sure. Uh, just just filthy and funny. And uh, Jason Manzukas is in more than a few episodes. And Scott Ackerman. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, just uh, cannot recommend it more. And I think Allison Tolman shows up like once or twice. Nice. That's excellent. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's awesome. She needs to be in more stuff. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix needs to do something else other than a Joker movie. Right. (laughs) Because he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he was very good in this. I guess he's very good in the Joker movie, but I'll never know. He actually is very good in the Joker movie, but the Joker movie is not very good. Gotcha. <laughs> the The Joker movie is is uh, it is uh, uh how do I put it? It is like all the elements of it are very good, but put together, it is a terrible movie. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just a worthless movie. <laughs> you just don't get it, man. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Todd Phillips is an auteur. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize okay. to cinema. For it's okay. Not understanding cuck. it. <laughs> you dumb cock. Yeah. I'm a beta. <laughs> Soy boy. I am allergic to soy, god damn it. Oh no. <laughs> I am I am assuming that the uh the Joker fan base crosses over with the the alt-right slash comics gate fan base. Um, I don't know if that's a correct assumption or not. I I would probably agree with that. Uh, I'd say <laughs> the Venn diagram is pretty circular. Uh I did notice on Twitter the other day that uh, the release the Snyder Cut hashtag has been replaced by Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, they're, you know, I don't know if they specifically knew that I had muted it, but uh, 
uh, I now had to have uh, a second phrase muted on on Twitter. I, I haven't seen that yet, so I will I will do that as well because I also had the release the Snyder Cut hashtag muted. Yeah. the The only good thing that I can say about it is that whenever it does pop up in my feed, is that uh, it just makes it easy for to find people to block. Yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> oh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Good well, times. I, I really wish that my uh, uh, snack zider of uh, his name would uh, catch on with people, but uh, it really <laughs> I, has not. I don't. I don't think I've heard that. I like that. Oh yeah. Uh, every uh, every time I go to type his name, I want to say snack zider. <laughs> Maybe snack zider can be the villain in their Rex Driver story that I that I write for you to draw. <laughs> Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, all right. <laughs> and remember, That's... lots of characters popping up from the bottoms of panels to say something directly to <laughs> the reader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every single panel. <laughs> oh, I'm Just excited. ambush bugging their way into those panels. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and jokes. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, kids. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, so yeah the, the, the sisters brothers. Yeah, it was it was a, a very very good movie. Uh, just just was not the uh, the lighthearted fair we both had hoped it would be. Yeah, n- next time we're gonna watch Airplane. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> uh, I yeah I would I would say uh, if this movie is on Hulu. Yeah, uh, it's it's worth a watch. I w- absolutely. I'm I'm not a western fan by by any definition, but I really enjoyed this movie. I I do like westerns and uh honestly my next pick was going to be a western. Uh but you know, I'm, I'm not going to do two westerns in a row. I appreciate that. Uh but you know, I mean it it has all the things that I like about westerns in it, and you know, horses and gunfights and uh, you know, beautiful scenery. Uh, you know, I'm a uh, hats. <laughs> <laughs> the hats in this movie are pretty great. <laughs> I do enjoy a good cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, and I've never ridden a horse. It looks like a lot of fun. I rode a horse once, and then my face swelled shut. Oh no! Are you allergic to horses? I am very allergic to horses. That's awful. Yeah, it's not great. I believe that is when, you know, they discovered, oh, he has allergies. Okay. And then they discovered, oh, he's allergic to everything. <laughs> I guess, yeah, how, how do you find out that you're allergic to horses? Uh, so I was... It's not something they normally test for. No. So I was, uh, I was in daycare. I had to be like five years old or something like that. Wow. And, uh, just, you know, one of those, you know, hey, you know, this farm is bringing by a horse for the kids to pet and ride. And, uh, I pet the horse and then I rode the horse around the parking lot and then, uh, and then my face swelled shut and I stopped breathing. That has to be so terrifying for the daycare workers. Yeah, it wasn't great. They they had to like, call my what the mom. hell happened? Yeah, they had to call my mom and they like placed me over a sink and ran hot water with like a towel over my head and it helped me breathe. 
So they waterboarded you. <laughs> uh, opposite direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reports. <laughs> oh boy. So so uh, so your next pick was going to be a western. What have you decided on instead of a western? Um. So the movie that I'd like to pick uh, is probably also not going to be a comedy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so HBO is making some of their movies and seasons of shows available for free on Amazon. Okay. Uh, it's not Prime. It's just uh, you know they're they're available for a limited time for free. Nice. And uh, one such movie is one that I've wanted to see for a while, uh, starring Michael Shannon. It is called Midnight Special. Okay. Uh, it is about a kid who possibly has superpowers that is hunted by the government. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I hopefully will still be available next week. <laughs> if not, we'll we'll figure something out. Sure. <laughs> I do know uh, Jenny told me that I've seen that movie. Oh, okay. But I remember nothing about it, so it will be as if I am watching it for the first time. Uh, okay, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's exciting. I, I like Michael Shannon a lot, so I'm looking forward to watching this. As do I. Uh, alrighty, then. Cool. Alright, Midnight Special. Yes. We will see you next week for that. I hope so. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on the Viewmasters. Viewmasters.